0: Hey everyone, this is Sahim and Nat back with another episode of That's a Bug. In this episode, we're going to talk about software issues around GPS. So a couple weeks ago, Nat, you sent me an email about this article where an artist in Germany tricked Google Maps into thinking that there was a traffic jam when there wasn't. So Nat, do you want to describe that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this was um, manipulation of a feature within Google maps and it hit mainstream media which is how i heard about it and how a lot of people heard about it and i thought it was a really cool hack when i watched the video of this artist he uh he took 99 cell phones put them in a cart and uh was walking through the streets of berlin and basically while he was doing that he captured the what the google maps the traffic uh view was showing and as he was walking down the street you could see a heavy traffic pattern being displayed uh, within the map, which is kind of neat because people use these maps as they're driving to figure out routes. And so Google will calculate the fastest route and avoid any high traffic areas. And so basically what he was creating was a denial of road attack, which was not my terminology for it, but the comments in the video, there, there's some pretty neat comments. And that's what they, uh, they, they coined the attack as. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of neat.
0: It definitely is. And thinking about it at first, I thought, like, this seems like a really easy thing. Grab 100 Android phones or 99 Android phones, and I assume even iOS phones would potentially work, because these things, uh, if location services is on, you're sending that data back to Google to be able to do things like uh, there's this many people on the road, or you're at this many people at the store at a particular time. But the tricky part here is that Google Maps knows how to differentiate between a whole bunch of people walking on the side of the road versus a car, like a traffic jam somehow.
1: Yeah. And I, I think when he posted the video, he makes, I think, and I don't know if he was trying to imply that it was an easy way to manipulate the system and you could, you could create chaos in the world by, you know, simply by walking down the road. I think Google definitely has done a good job of differentiating which data that it's tracking which is relevant to when it updates this map data but somehow he found a way to to do that
0: I think you kind of mentioned this before we were started recording is that probably didn't get this right the first time No is- I
1: I bet you if you look at how he's doing this you know there's no cars in the or very few cars crossing um he does actually happen to walk in front of the Google office in Berlin when he's doing this which is kind of neat but yeah he's walking right in the center of the street which I assume you know, it's not like you could take the cart, walk down the sidewalk. It, you know, GPSs on phones are are reasonably accurate these days. But again, if it was a narrow street, it probably wouldn't differentiate between the center of a small road and the side of it between buildings. But these were nice wide streets. He was right in the middle, no cars going by. So they probably Google probably got tricked this time. But I think what, what you'll find is it's probably a harder attack to, to recreate. Again, I didn't try it, but...
0: Yeah, I'm kind of curious because it is a tricky one for them to stop, though, because how do they know? Let's say there was a, like a bus broken down with like 100 people in it, with 100 phones. But I guess because the bus has stopped, it doesn't count that. Or if it's moving, then maybe it does. I wonder if they can differentiate between a bus versus a car based proximity or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it it probably tracks individual phones over a period of time, right? So if as you're going from tower to tower or, you know, it can it can look at your position relative to the GPS coordinates that it's tracking. But I think if you, you know, if you were in a bus and all all those phones had been together for an hour or two on a bus trip, maybe it just it must have a way of just kind of saying, ah, that's that's a bus or that's a train or that's, you know, because a lot of these things could could happen, right? And yeah. I, you know, it makes you wonder though, how often is it wrong?
0: Yeah, I'm sure that ha- that's definitely happened. Like we live in a pretty sparsely populated area, we don't usually see traffic jams or a construction site updating very quickly on Google Maps versus a big city.
1: Yeah, just accident. So if I was a, maybe if I was a business owner trying to be clever and trying to reroute traffic away from my competitors or something, you know, maybe there's a way to manipulate it. What I found interesting from a, from a testing perspective or tester's perspective, you know, anytime we're testing an application or when we're, when a developer is building one, one of the things that that gets done as a first step is validation of the input data that you're going to do operations on. And these guys are you know, Google is taking this data, it's assuming it's, I mean, it's it's good, but it's coming from all kinds of sources. And so they obviously didn't account for the, in t- all cases, this is obviously a case that um, they may not have considered people manipulating the data. And I think Google even did comment that they were going to look at their algorithm and, and, and the tone of their messaging around the response was like, Oh, this is kind of clever. Now we're going to fix things. So Maybe they were just having fun with it. Maybe they already dealt with it. Um, But it sounds like they were acknowledging, okay, there's a little more work we can do to this.
0: I wonder if they actually need to fix this because how many people are going to do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think based on what I saw, the way that he was walking down a street in the middle of Berlin, I I think it'd be pretty rare that you would do it at a time like it's not like you're going to walk downtown New York and not get run over by by cars like this, this guy with a cart. That's a bit of an anomaly. And if you get this little red streak of, you know, traffic blockage in the middle of the night or five in the morning, nobody's really going to care. But, yeah, you know, it'd be interesting to know, like maybe there I suspect there'd be copycats right in the coming weeks maybe months, someone may find a more clever way, or may, uh, maybe a more malicious or maybe a more helpful uh, way to use this.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you and I, obviously, at least I am tempted to go try this. If I had 99 phones just kicking around, yeah, I'd yeah. be tempted to try just to see how he did it. Uh,
1: I wonder if he, I mean, the 99 phones, you probably don't need SIM cards in all of them, although no. maybe. Just uh, you turn a hotspot it. on, yeah. on one of the phones. They all connect to it. Yeah. You don't um,
0: necessarily need SIM cards because with GPS, so I think it'll still work. But the other thing I do, I did wonder about is because these Google Android phones usually you do need to sign into it, I believe, and because you need location services on. And if that's the case, I wonder if he had separate accounts for it, them all, because hmm. that that's a little bit more tedious to set up.
1: It probably yeah, it's probably
0: taking a little work. Yeah, or use the same thing for for all account for all of them. <laughs> then Google can stop that pretty easily. Yeah,
1: yeah. it definitely. Well, I mean, it, it hit the news. It, it was clever. I mean, it reminded me of another. Um, uh, I mean, this one was deliberate, right? He he went out setting out to do this, um, and you know, based on the path he took in front of Google, like this, there was some intent behind it. Um, But a few years back, there was uh, GPS-related data that got um, accidentally shared. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with Strava, but it's uh, as a runner, I I track runs on Strava. And it started out as a tool or like a a social network for athletes. And I think it was targeting cyclists initially. And you could go into Strava, do a, a recording of your workout. So if you went out for a bike ride... And um, you would upload it to Strava and you could create sub-segments of your ride where you might have, you know, pushed hard or whatever. And then every other person that rides that same route or segment of the route um, gets compared to you. And then it creates like a leaderboard that you can compare and compete. And a few years ago, all this data was being collected and Strava decided to print out these heat maps and publish them and uh, what ended up happening so it was kind of neat on a city level you could see all of the common routes that people were running and biking and and you could filter out certain data but when they published the global ones it revealed the location of uh, military bases that were otherwise unknown to the general public they were meant to remain hidden but because people in the military and who were you know on these bases for long periods of time are still going to go do their workouts they're going to run. I mean, they might not cycle depending on the size of the base, but th- these workouts were creating these really deep, uh, intense hotspots in okay. the heat maps that were being published, and so they got in a lot of a lot of trouble for that.
0: So they accidentally shared information about where. Yeah, it was- I
1: mean, they were just sharing what they believed to be like <laughs> exercise data, right? And you know, it was publicly being uploaded to the system. You know, it's somewhat anonymized at that point, but. Again, it, it, the implication in the end was that it revealed the location of these bases. And so I think they had to shut it down. And I don't know what they did. Like they masked radiuses around these maybe or maybe. The, uh, yeah, I'm assuming Strava is the one who had to, to stop sharing data for that yeah. bit. But as far as I know, they're still doing heat maps in cities and stuff. So I, I would assume you can still get a global heat map.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming on the other end too, the uh, the military personnel must be must have been told not to turn the feature on. To yeah, the data I back. Mean, do
1: yeah, do not <laughs> upload your your Strava data when you're when you're on the base. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a scenario where data is being collected and used, and you know, thought you know, the consequences were very far removed from when the developers initially assembled the the data capture system and. Uh, you know, years and years after the feature was released, they decided to use it for something else. And then all of a sudden there's this, you know, right bad consequence.
0: Yeah, it's really unintended too. Yeah, yeah.
1: oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: So with both these situations, the first one, maybe you could call it a bug, but really it's not something that... Anybody would have thought was that somebody was actually going to do. A lot of times when I when we test software, I'll be like, "Oh, that's nobody's going to do that," but somebody <laughs> always does it. <laughs> that's usually what happens. But uh, in the second case, it was completely
1: unintended and
0: not really a bug. In fact, that was a feature.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, yeah, complete uh, unplanned. Yeah, I agree. The first one's probably not a bug either. After all these years, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Usually, that people take advantage. Security people, especially, are clever about you know manipulating sources of input data that, that are intended for misuse by by uh, the algorithms. Right?
0: It's possible that it has happened, and that, that those people did not actually publicize it like this guy did. Yeah, yeah. Um. Or like it is also a little bit more tedious to gather all those phones, and and then maybe expensive <laughs> too. <Yeah. laughs>